Alright guys, it's Derek, so we'll talk a little business shop, and if I talk a little too slow, just feel free to fa you know, fast forward it, you know. Um, but either way, what I wanted to talk to you about is bespoke pricing, okay? And I've done this personally, from experience, okay? So it's doable, I know for a fact, okay? Um, but you have to see if it's doable for your business and your model, okay? That's for you to determine, okay? So on a micro scale, I was doing it, I was running a a, a smaller business okay doing coaching and so a lot of people it's for two thousand dollars but when i was talking to someone that i identified was making more money it was five thousand for them i didn't mention two thousand dollars i mentioned five thousand dollars to them right first of all you have to know who you're talking to okay i've talked to customer one customer told me it was a celebrity customer and they were like yeah i went with a different person because your thing was too inexpensive. It didn't seem like, you know, what I, at the level of what I needed. So value really is, your perceived value is the value. That's all they have to work with. It's like when you look at someone across the room and you see their beauty, that's all you have to work with. So your price is like the, how, how you look, you know, in a way right? Obviously, there's other factors, and many people would disagree with everything everybody says, so I can't say everything correctly all the time. So just know that, okay? I'm going to make a lot of mistakes in saying things, you know, and I cringe at some of the podcasts I've made and go back to, I'm like, oh gosh, you know, but that's how it is. You just have to, you can't ever get anything perfect, but I've done this, so I can share it with you, and I think that it would be very helpful, Okay. When you're talking to the client, you can drill down and understand, like, say you're helping businesses and you find out, you, let's take two businesses. One's making $30,000, one's making 300000 You have to keep in mind that maybe the $30,000 a month business is, is keeping more money, right? Because revenue doesn't mean anything. What you get to keep it is what matters at the end, okay? What do you get to keep after all is said and done, right? And then... So, you know, maybe the $300,000 a month business is running on razor-thin margins, and they have more expenses, so at the end of the day, because they're a bigger machine, they have to pay more people, so they get to keep, they have to keep less, you know? So you can't just base it off of revenue, you have to base it off of, you know, you have to dig deeper and find out, like, how much do you get to keep, at, what do you guys make, and what do you get to keep after that's all said and done? You might be able to sell the more expensive service to the guy making $30,000 $30, a month than the $300,000 a month. They might be able to afford it more, okay? So you have to understand that. Um, so once you understand, like, what your, you know, um, you know, the value uh, of, of, of what they, uh, what, what they're making, you have to understand the number one question is, can my product help this person truly? Like, can it truly help them? If it can't, be honest right away and say, dude, dude, like, sorry, or girl, sorry, I can't. Like, this, our product isn't a good fit for you. It's not, and I'm doing you a favor. It, it can't help you. It's not like me poo-pooing you away or anything like that. It's, it's, it, it wouldn't do you any service, right? You want to work with people that you can track the results, that you can say, hey, like, we'd like to track your results, we want to, you know, we'd like to do check-ins to see how you're doing. And this is the importance of having great customer service. A lot of people focus on having great salespeople and they don't give a blank about the what happens to them. And that's horrible. And that will hurt you in the long run.
if you have an excellent and your and your sales team, the person that sold the person can follow up with the people they sold. That could be part of their job, you know. So they 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 close some people and they said, "I'd like to set some follow up calls with you and see how you're doing and see you know where you're getting stuck or whatever it is like that." And be able to quickly answer, like, let me set up a call and quickly answer any questions that you have or whatever, right? Um, but it depends on your business model and, and do, what do what you want to do to your life, okay? But I recommend having really good customer service or having a separate customer service team to help with that to make sure people are getting value from the product. Um, because that's, you're always, after the sale, you're still selling, because you're selling them and using it there. You're, you know, it's usually a transition for a company to, you know, when you're helping a company out, you're, tra- you're changing something in their already probably chaotic system. And the odds of them without having some kind of follow up and feedback, you won't know how well the product is doing for them and how you can make your product better. Um, but also you won't know how good they're doing, right? And then if one, if and when they do do better, make sure as, as hard as you can to get a video testimonial from them. Very important to get testimonials. I, you know, um, before, you know, my mind changes a lot too, you know, as I learn new information. So you have to understand that just like the scientific enterprise changes, like you saw this changes with the CDC and all this other stuff. At the time of this recording, back and forth, back and forth. But that's how the scientific and scientific enterprise works. With new data, you have to change and update it, right? And so, as I learn new things and share new things with you, it might sound like it contradicts something, and it might because I think I changed my mind about something, or I thought something was cooler or better than it was I thought before. Okay, and that's just how it is. Um, but this podcast is meant to inspire you. Okay. Whether you do anything with this information or not, hopefully if, if anything, if it can make you excited about your own business again, and you change nothing by listening to this, but you just get excited about your business again. Great. Okay. You just got to fall in love with, with the game. Just fall in love with your business, right? Whatever it is. That's that's the biggest thing about this podcast. I want you guys to fall in love with your businesses, right? Um, and helping people and making sure by doing follow ups and all this other stuff that you're making that, that you're helping people, so that you can gauge that. That should be a good metric that you gauge is how many people are actually getting success with what we're doing. How can we make? Always be asking how can we make our product better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this other stuff. Very important. So back to the point, which is um, bespoke selling versus bespoke product. I had the same product for two different people. One person, I identified their income wasn't as high, $2,000. Other person, business owner makes money, five, dollars $10,000 or whatever it is, right? And so... You know, when you're talking to a business, find out what they get to keep after all is said and done, and then you can adjust your price accordingly. So you won't be, and you could have a chart in front of you of like, if you want to organize it, but practice the bespoke pricing based off of what they're saying and say with the same conviction, because you're going to help them. First of all, companies that are keeping more money 
they're smarter and they use information wisely. So the, the, the high price point will make it very shiny for them and intriguing. And if you're, you know, and if what you're offering is very like enticing, okay, your offer has to be very enticing. They have to be like, wow, that's, I want that. I want that thing already. That, it, that year, that has to be built into your product, you know? And, um, and so once you identify what someone actually can realistically pay, then you adjust your price accordingly for the same exact service. So you product, you know, you, you make your service the same because make doing bespoke work, like changing how you serve a customer is, is too confusing, very hard to scale. And, you know, that's a problem. But bespoke pricing, I've done this, guys, and this, there's no problem with it. I, I'm telling you, like, at least in the coaching space, there's no problem with it. That's a service-based thing. But it was, I could have I could have videotaped. I said, I was saying the same thing to every person anyway. Might as well just videotaped it and made a course, right? But either way, what makes the value high is those check-ins, those high-level check-ins, Right. To make sure, okay, you know, we've, we're, you know, we're selling you this thing and this solution XYZ, but we're also going to do the follow-up and check, but make sure that you're getting your results and make sure everything is, is good and be able to answer any quick questions that you have. And you can do that with a fifth, you know, quick 15 minute call, you know? And so, you know, it, it's important to do bespoke pricing. Because if you just charge everyone the same price, the $30,000 company or the three, $300,000 company or even a $3 million company, if you charge them the same price, first of all, it's not going to be as attractive to the higher companies. Like if it's $3 million a month company, if it's a $10,000 thing versus like a $100,000 thing, you know, you know, it's like, eh, how serious are they going to take it? You know what I mean? Um, and so, you know, if you know that the value and only do this, guys, only do this if you know that the, that they're going to truly get the value out of it that they want and that they'll appreciate it and they appreciate it more based on price, right? But you have to think of it this way. Someone that has $10 billion, you know, if they go and buy a car that's worth $500,000. I'm not going to do the math here, but let's just say it, 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 it equivalently costs them like $5 for you. If you're working a regular nine to five, right? They're spending like $5 because it's such a tiny portion of what they're making. If they're a billionaire, it's literally like them driving spending $5 on a Bentley. Okay. So you have to kind of think of it that way. The like money is relative. Okay. Or, you know, and so at the end of the day, like, if you think of it that way, like, okay, what can, like, if I sell this um, service to this company, odds are they're going to get more value out of it because their machines ahead, like if the $3 million a month companies, if they're, again, if their margins are good and they get to keep a good margin, right? Um, selling them at $100,000, for example, you know, is, is, totally feasible to do and then the next call you're selling a ten thousand dollar price point for the same exact thing um you know 
worked for me, but again, like has to, it depends on your business. You know, the product did not change whatsoever, right? Um, I just had a unique model that no one, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't see any competition really, um, you know, and so at the end of the day, I just made it different. And so you can do that too, guys. And, um, just look at your business and think about it. Like, Hey, you know, are we just charging everybody the same exact price? Because fulfillment, once you have that down, and if your fulfillment's awesome, your $10,000 customer, you can upgrade them later once they grow. You know, the higher end people, you can upgrade them to, if, if you're doing masterminds or anything like that, you can do that, you know. Or you can just jump to a mastermind if you want to. Um, you know, it, it depends, there's, there's a lot of ifs and whatnots and, and, and stuff like that. So you really have to look at your business. But I know f without a shadow of a doubt, okay, and I'm telling you this firsthand for years, like bespoke pricing, not bespoke product, not bespoke, um, you know, delivery, same product, bespoke pricing works and it works well and I'll tell you this, the people that paid more were better customers, it was a better experience, and they got better results, because they're just, it's quite honestly, like, they're more disciplined people, they have more, they have better principles, they have better lifestyles, okay, so at the end of the day, um, it would you would be doing them a disservice to charge them pocket change to them. They're just not going to take it as serious and they're going to value it at what you charge it at. So do bespoke pricing or try it if you can in your business and you might find a nice infusion of cash that's sitting right there that you never saw because you didn't think, huh, why would I charge, you know, a millionaire the same thing as I would charge someone that's making $20,000 a month? You know what I mean? Like, why would I do that? Uh, so either way, guys, I, this is Food for Thought. I hope this helps. I talk to you soon, and God bless.